Command number 29. Don't be anxious. Do not be anxious about your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink. Matthew 6.25 It is sometimes difficult to know how to live in the practical reality of Jesus' admonition in the latter half of Matthew 6. Consider the birds of the air and the lilies of the field. They neither sow nor reap, yet your heavenly Father cares for them. So don't worry about what you shall eat or drink. We are all familiar with his words, but do they not often sound just a little too idealistic? In truth, if we take them to mean that we should never give thought for our daily provision and simply trust that food will be put before us and clothing provided us, then of course they are idealistic. We can't actually live like that. We aren't birds or flowers. The whole of Scripture points to the very opposite of a laissez-faire attitude to life. The Bible consistently urges diligence and hard work, as well as foresight, planning, and making provision for our families. On the surface of it, Jesus' words almost seem to contradict the overarching message of the book of Proverbs. Therefore, we must dig deeper into this passage to find what it is that Jesus is actually commanding of us. When we do, we see that he is not speaking against hard work or making provision, but against worry and anxiety. He doesn't say, don't think about food or clothing, but rather, don't be anxious about food or clothing. Reading verses 26 through 32 almost as a parable rather than a literal teaching may help illuminate the Lord's deeper intent. We might combine the message of Proverbs with these words of Jesus into something like, Work hard, but don't stress. Recognize that life is more than food and clothing, but living righteously in God's kingdom. Make provision, but trust God to meet your needs. At the end of the passage, Jesus adds a curious twist. He almost seems to condone a certain amount of worry, as long as it is about today's troubles, not tomorrow's. He admits that every day brings worries and difficulties. That's life. It can't be helped. All right, he says. Fair enough. Deal with them. But don't worry about tomorrow until it comes. Do not be anxious for tomorrow, for tomorrow will have troubles enough of its own. Again, then, we lay hold of the power of this command, not by reading it in an idealistic vacuum, but by incorporating it into a full scriptural lifestyle. Make provision and trust God to supply your needs. Work hard today and tomorrow but don't stress about tomorrow's problems before they come. Plan for the future, but don't be anxious about the future. Above all, seek God's kingdom and His righteousness. Everything else is secondary. The following is an excerpt from C.S. Lewis's Mere Christianity, Book 4, Chapter 8. Is Christianity Hard or Easy? The real problem of the Christian life comes where people do not usually look for it. 
It comes the very moment you wake up each morning. All your wishes and hopes for the day rush at you like wild animals, and the first job each morning consists simply in shoving them all back, in listening to that other voice, taking that other point of view, letting that other larger, stronger, quieter life come flowing in, and so on, all day. Standing back from all your natural fussings and frettings, coming in out of the wind. We can only do it for moments at first, but from those moments the new sort of life will be spreading through our system. This is the whole of Christianity. There is nothing else but to draw men into Christ, to make them little Christs. God became man for no other purpose. God, bring to my remembrance this day the command of Jesus not to be anxious. This is one of the most difficult of the commands to obey, for anxiety seems such an intrinsic part of my human makeup. I need your help, Lord. Sometimes the urgencies and needs of life are overwhelming. I can't help worrying how I will pay the bills. I feel that the only prayer I am capable of praying is like the man's in Mark 9.24. I do worry. Help me not to worry. In my weakness, I ask for your help. Deepen my trust in you to meet my needs. May I seek your righteousness above all things. Thus, Heavenly Father, may I be an instrument in my small corner of the world for the ultimate salvation of mankind. Amen. From the Commands by Michael Phillips Read by Michael Kimball more information on this and similar writings may be found at fatheroftheinklings.com. Visit Amazon to purchase the commands and other books by Michael Phillips.